actually try to disaggregate people so that we can serve up to them some very individual things. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I want to disaggregate you so that a, a group of people so I can serve them up a consumer product, let's say. I'm talking to Elise Eidman Idol. She's part of the National Writing Project out in Berkeley, California, USA. She's an educator and she's talking to us about the connections between technology and real-life cases. Tune in on Source Fabric Radio, powered by Airtime. So how to go against our current tendency to actually fragment, mm-hmm. uh, to have you know every possible radio and TV station for every possible little niche mm-hmm. so that we can serve them an ad and then sell them a consumer product? That doesn't actually promote social cohesion. Um, and our internet, internet and communications technologies in offering dr- dramatic choice and difference, mm-hmm. which is one benefit that they give us, have to be matched with an opposite goal and tendency, I believe, among humans to find points of connection and build on them. Um, Because I'm an educator and I think a lot about young people, uh, I think we may miss how significant it is for young children to feel connected. Family, community, other young children. That's so deeply formative. Um, and then across the generations, I think we also see it's very, in many places, it's very easy to lose track of the fact that we have older people in our community, that, um, uh, that we have folks who may be, um, may not feel a sense of um, agency and power in their society. The study we were talking about earlier, um, the OEDC study, showed that that one of the things that was it was one of the most interesting things to me that at the very lowest level of capacity and skills looking at digital skills the kinds of skills that let you actually use ICTs for purposes and for your own agency um, that those people had higher levels of mistrust mistrust of neighbors of elites mistrust of government mistrust of consumer culture um, that they were, and maybe for, for very good reason, but um, on the other hand, that, that you could see the effects of a lack of skilled navigation and agency actually produced psychological states in some ways that would make you feel less connected and then less able, perhaps, to use the tools that are there for you to, to make your way in the world and actually to find connections with other people. So you have a very highly educated, mistrustful population? No, no, no. just the opposite. That the, that the lower the skills level, mm-hmm. the, the more people registered distrust, social distrust mm-hmm. and lack of social cohesion. Those things, not that they're necessarily causal, we can't know what the cause is, whether, um, whether there's a larger cause um, around poverty, around isolation, that causes both those things. Um, but they seem to go together in this study. Um, you could imagine, though, a situation where, um, with, uh, you know, with a very, with sort of socially a relatively small investment, that a kind of connected life online is a, a fairly inexpensive thing to provide. We're not doing that very well um, in many countries. We're not actually building out the infrastructure in a good way in many countries. But among things you could build out, it's. Mm-hmm. 
a hugely significant investment, big return on investment, and actually relatively cheap compared to other kinds of things we might do socially. Um, but to put then, to build out an infrastructure that would let people more broadly uh, access the internet and the web for positive agency-filled purposes. Um, so not just going with the trends of technology, but actually finding yeah, you know, sure. sustainable resources. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, where different kinds of population can contribute. So exactly. different demographics. Exactly. Which is much more interesting for those different populations. Because the idea of the elder knowing more these days is just gone. Because the technology is so new. Um, but the ideas, the, the basis to why we use them are the same. That's right. right. That's so exactly right. Exactly right. Some poetic justice for the elder. <laughs> and, and I think the, the, the opportunity, I'm thinking of a, a little piece that I saw on TV um, like about a month ago that uh, in the U.S. It looked at a little town in Alabama, mm -hmm. a little town in Alabama that had suffered um, economic downturn. It's very depressed. Most of the most of the stores on Main Street closed up, etc. Um, relatively rural, sort of out of the mainstream, characterizing much of the world. And through a series of, of opportunities, they discovered that the scourge that they had, which is very invasive bamboo, they had bam and if you know anything about bamboo plants, it's hugely invasive, and they had bamboo that most people were cutting down and trying to get rid of, etc. And through a series of opportunities, they learned how to build bamboo bikes, which are now actually popular all around the world. So from this little town in Alabama, um, building bamboo bikes, having the internet both as a way to learn how to do that and a way to market their bikes and a way to bring attention to their bikes sparked a kind of capacity and economic transformation in this town, which was there all along. But the access to that was the triggering vision, you know? A, that was hugely important, that learning opportunity. And then B, the way that a little town in Alabama can actually design pretty much as nice a website as you would need to be able to sell your bikes around the world, which they now have markets around the world. That's, um, that's an agency-filled opportunity that you'd want to be there for every little town and every little community. Once you do that, you could picture that that would be a place where people would feel disconnected economically marginalized, have distrust of elites, not feel a sense of social cohesion. Now they're actually participating um, politically and socially because they now have a kind of charge, of, they can take charge of their future in a different way. Um, growing up in that town post-economic transformation versus before that, that's going to be a different life for a young person to grow up with that sense of agency and connection versus the sense that it's all hopeless and the world has passed you by. Thank you okay. very much. Okay. Elise Eidman Adol is my name. I'm from the National Writing Project in Berkeley, California. It's a network of educators in the U.S., a few places abroad. And what I always look forward to in, at MozFest is the opportunity to actually build the kind of web with others that is the kind of web that will make, uh, let people make the world better. I don't think the web makes the world better by itself. I think people do. And if we build the right web, people will be able to do that. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much.